false images of pathological narcissism. Hi, I'm Cassandra. Welcome to another episode on the Luminous Star Channel. It is impossible to get to know the narcissist who keeps false images. But really, when you think about it, the narcissist discourages intimacy. So don't beat yourself up if you realize that you never knew the narcissist and perhaps they never knew you. You know, it's really okay to accept that you've grown past the relationship. A lot of narcissists, they really don't like change. So any signs of change in other people may be perceived as a threat to their false self-images. So celebrate taking off the rose-colored glasses and realizing and accepting that you have outgrown that relationship. Forget about trying to get over the narcissist. Keep growing past the narcissist. Celebrate your taking off the rose-colored glasses. Perhaps even seeing yourself in the world in a brand new way. Congratulations on Thriving Forward. Engaging in diabolical tactics while pulling shenanigans are how custody personality types produce what is known as crazy-making. Responding to such tactics can cause some individuals to experience trauma, especially if he or she is considered a highly sensitive person, such as those who are empathic, codependents, and or love addicts. Symptoms associated with trauma. Feeling numb or disconnected. Shock or denial. Anxiety or fear. Another symptom associated with trauma, guilt, shame, or self-blame. Next symptom, feeling sad or hopeless. Another symptom, withdrawing from others, anger, mood swings, or irritability. The final symptom associated with trauma can be confusion or difficulty concentrating or what is known as brain fog. Next point, trauma bonds and toxic ties for crusty personality types are often highly addictive for most people especially those who are love addicts and display codependent behavior. Trauma bonding indicates an insecure attachment style, which can activate the reward system while the dysfunctional relationship is active. The pleasure principle is often what motivates one to continue to invest in a toxic relationship with pussy personality types. Okay, so this chart here pretty much maps out how the reward system comes into play. All right, now the pleasure principle, in other words, what motivates a person to continue to engage or to reinvest it, to continue to invest in a dysfunctional relationship with a person's personality type, since it's very addictive? There has to be the reward system. In other words, there has to be something that keeps that person going back to the person's personality type. There are certain things that happen within the brain that activates the reward system, even the stress system. Okay, we'll get into that a little bit later. But there has to be something that's going on within that person as well as within the relationship with the custody personality in order to keep him or her invested. Let's move forward. Codependent behavior patterns within dysfunctional relationships with custody personality types indicates an insecure attachment style, behavior that led you 
To keep the dysfunctional relationship with the Christmas personality type active becomes inactive when the relationship ends, either by going no contact or the crusty personality type decides to ghost or to discard. All right. So when the crusty personality type chooses to, um, you know, discard or they ghost the relationship, as I explained in the previous slide, there has to be something that's going on within that relationship that keeps the person invested. So the crusty personality type often is the one who is love avoidant, whereas the other people involved, more than likely, they are love addicts. Or if they're not love addicts, they have codependent behavior patterns, okay? Or they may be highly intuitive empaths. But this does not mean that they're bad people, such as those who are indicating um, uh, codependent behaviors, right? They are often the ones who may suffer withdrawal symptoms should the narcissist or the crusty personality type choose to ghost, okay? Or to discard. The codependent behavior within a dysfunctional relationship often indicates an insecure attachment style. This means enmeshment can come into play. This is where the trauma bonding can come into play or a toxic tie. Once a person chooses to go no contact, that means that the behavior that led him or her to continue to be invested in the narcissist also ends. This is where the withdrawal symptoms can come into play because that particular behavior pattern has stopped or it has been interrupted. Neural pathways to cluster personality types often keep trauma bonds intact as the reward, bonding, and stress systems remain activated. Obsession and consistent focus upon cluster personality types can cause re-traumatization. Cluster personality types who choose to attempt a successful hoover are often effective due to the emotional, psychological, and spiritual state of the targeted prey. There are some cluster personality types who may attempt a successful hoover after they have discarded of the targeted prey and the relationship. Okay, this is often the case when they think they can get more narcissistic supply out of the individual or the targeted prey. The only way the cluster personality type will have a successful hoover is if the neural pathways have not been interrupted or broken. As long as the relationship with the cluster personality type is active, this means that the reward system, the bonding system, and the stress systems are all activated. Obsession and consistent focus upon the cluster personality type can cause a person to become re-traumatized, okay, because they're focusing on, they're putting a lot of energy and effort to focus on the cluster personality type, especially if the cluster personality type has ghosted or they have discarded. Once the cluster personality chooses to ghost or discard, the neural pathways can sometimes still be intact, meaning the other person may become obsessed with the narcissist or cluster personality type, even though by all signs, the narcissist and cluster personality have decided to end the relationship. This is also when signs of trauma may begin to appear, such as the shock or being in denial that the relationship is actually over. Cluster personality types often are successful with the Hoover because the target prey still has the neural pathways to him or her connected. The reward and bonding and stress systems remain activated. Okay, let's look at the uh, stress systems. Hypothalamus, pituitary, adrenal, stress system, the localis, stress system, and the social stress system. All of these become activated, all right, especially after the relationship with the cluster personality type has ended, no matter who has ended it. Be aware that withdrawal symptoms can occur due to dysfunctional relationships with cluster personality types ending, which activates the stress system. Okay, let's move forward. After going no contact or after the cluster personality types chooses to discard, it might be a game changer for you to decide to detach or bond to others 
while taking steps to reduce your stress levels. Custody personality types often count on others to remain addicted to him or her, if not the toxic relationship, while they move on to other forms of narcissistic supply. There could be a possible Hoover that he or she is strategizing. Okay, so we kind of touched on that already. Uh, he or she may possibly try to Hoover you back in after they have discarded you, especially if they see signs from you that you are still hooked on him or her, or you may be still um, getting over the shock of the relationship ending abruptly. Narcissists and custody personality types, they often like the shock and awe of ending relationships. The allness will be on their part. The shock may be on yours. They may be in awe of how slick they were able to end the relationship with you. You may be shocked how they were able to pull that off. If you decide to go no contact, one of the ways that you can keep yourself from getting hooked back in or hoovered back in is to bond to other people, okay? And at the same time, detach from the cluster personality type. Naturally, you are going to experience withdrawal symptoms. This is where your support base will come in. This is how it's going to be a game changer for you to bond to other people rather than staying focused on the cluster personality type by checking their social media, by driving by their house, by going to their job, by trying to show up at places that they frequented, okay, or they still frequent. This is going to be a game changer for you. What you want to do is try to reduce your stress levels. One of the best ways to reduce your stress levels is not to have anything to do with the cluster personality type once the relationship is over, either by your going no contact or he or she ghosting the relationship. The narcissist and cluster personality, they often have a lot of people that they're obtaining the narcissist supply from because they are addicted to people. So in this video, I don't want to make it sound like or it seems like I'm indicating that everyone who is involved with him or her are the only ones who are addicted to the relationship. No, cluster personality types are often addicts. They're addicts of people. They are overly dependent upon people for the narcissistic supply. First tool, be patient with yourself. It is common to experience an activated stress system after going no contact from a cluster personality type. Becoming accustomed to existing as a person who chooses to no longer invest in dysfunctional relationships can be scary, difficult, and liberating. Learning how to detach is often challenging for most people. Realizing that you have possibly experienced something traumatic, therefore naturally responding to something that might be unnatural, can be considered a logical explanation for your current challenges to thriving forward past narcissistic abuse. Okay, so simply put, be aware that there may be times that you will really feel those withdrawal symptoms. Some days will be pretty good, some days will be very challenging. You're naturally responding to something that is unnatural. The unnatural thing that you are naturally responding to is the dysfunctional, addictive, toxic relationship to a cluster personality type. This is going to take a little time, so be patient with yourself. You can learn how to detach from toxic relationships. Learn how to detach from cluster personality types. This is where your support base is going to come in. It's going to take some adjustment on your part, maybe even dedication, to continue to exist on this planet as a person who is no longer choosing to invest in toxic, dysfunctional relationships with cluster personality types. So be patient with yourself, okay? Next tool. Take a break from social media. The practice of seeking viral validation, feedback, and or approval from others who might engage in social media forums that are fused with lower vibrational emotions such as fear, mismanaged anger, and despondency can keep the neural pathways to cluster personality types intact. Retraumatization might occur as a result, only serving to block you from possibly growing past narcissistic abuse. So beware of that social media. 
some of you have written me and let me know that you had to take a break from watching the social media, okay? That is concerning because we personality type. This is understandable. This is something that I had to do a few years ago myself, so I get it. Take a break from social media if you have to. By engaging in the cluster personality type can cause you to become re-traumatized. Being re-traumatized can slow down your process from thriving forward and going past narcissistic abuse. So yes, take a break from social media. You're not engaging the cluster personality type, whether it's emotionally, spiritually, or even via social media. You're just not paying him or her much mind, and your hearts don't have to be open to him or her. When a person chooses to internalize all the shenanigans and the diabolical tactics of the cluster personality type, they are choosing to claim what is not theirs. He or she may blame themselves for what the cluster personality type is doing and how they are. When a person is recognizing what the cluster personality type is doing, he or she may feel sadness. They may feel anger. They may think certain things. However, that is not internalizing. They're recognizing what's going on and they may feel and or think certain things. That's natural. That's only natural. It is so different from internalizing, and it's a lot healthier to recognize rather than internalize. All right, so sometimes we may need to take that break from social media. Next tool, build and work your support base. The reward system becomes aggravated after either going no contact or the addictive dysfunctional relationship with the cluster personality type is over. This often leads to the stress system becoming activated. Therefore, withdrawal symptoms can occur. Bonding with others for the purpose of having positive relationships can help to calm the withdrawal symptoms.